and welcome to Soul Talk with Rabbi David Aaron and Leora Mandel. Rabbi Aaron, the name of our show is Soul Talk, and the reason why is because I, the content that we discuss is more matter of the soul than the body, more of the spiritual, I'd say, than the material. And it really makes me realize a very important conversation to have is what is a soul? And even though I think if you'd ask that question, I have a feeling it's one of those questions you'd ask different people and you'd get different forms of an answer. I think all our bodies, we're very aware of. It's very physical. We see it. We touch it. But as far as what is the soul, who, my understanding is the essence of who I am is more of my soul than my body. But what part of me is my soul? Wow, excellent. You're right. We've been for years doing soul talk and we never talked about soul. <laughs> so let's talk about soul. The soul is the you, the the I am. You know, there's I am thinking, I am speaking, I am walking, I am moving. Who is the I am that is animating all those actions? It is the soul is the subject. Uh, I am a soul and I am playing a character called Rabbi David Aaron. And the soul is not a part of me. The soul is me. It's, I am a soul. Uh, soul is the I am before I say I am David. And certainly before I say I am Rabbi David. Before you got your name, before you were given your body, you are that pure field of awareness, the, the I am. And... Um, most people think their self is their body or their character traits or worse than that, their money or their property. That's not who you are. You are a soul and a soul is that pure awareness. I'll, I'll give you an example to kind of feel yourself as a soul. You know, maybe I'll ask everybody to try this experiment here, this exercise, kind of close your eyes and be aware of your physical sensations, be aware of your feet against the floor, your back against the chair. Just observe any physical sensations in your body and say in your head, I, I have physical sensations. I am observing my physical sensations, but I am not my physical sensations. I'm the observer. Then climb up the ladder of awareness and go to emotions and be aware of any emotions you're feeling right now. And my guess is if you're listening to our show, you must be feeling a tremendous amount of joy. Mm -hmm. So you just to be aware of joy and just aware of emotion. Realize I have emotions. I'm observing those emotions, but I'm not my emotions. I'm observing them. And then climb up the ladder of awareness and be aware of thoughts. You know, thousands of thoughts are going across the screen of our minds and be aware of thoughts. Look at your thoughts. Imagine Every thought that pops into your head, imagine it's a leaf in a stream and just watch it flow down the stream of consciousness. But I'm not my thoughts. I have thoughts. I'm not my thoughts. So if I'm not my physical sensations, I'm not my emotions, I'm not my thoughts, who am I? I'm a soul. I am pure awareness. I am the, I am the observer. Uh, that's what it means to be an observant Jew, I guess, you know, that you are observing. Uh, and that is, uh, that's who the soul is. The soul is the, is the real you. Hmm. So what's very interesting about what you're sharing is, is that even 
I think sometimes we think that our emotions or our character traits are more, more the soul oriented, separate from body oriented. And yet it sounds like the way you're explaining what the soul versus the body is, is that the character traits and our emotions, those are things you can't even touch, but they'd still be more in the category of the body part of me, not the soul part of me. Well, we, let's call it an emotional body. You have an emotional body. You've got an intellectual body. You've got a physical mm. body. And then there's the soul of it all. But uh, the soul is the thinker and not the thoughts. The, th the soul is, is feeling the emotions, but is not the emotions. You know, uh, I, I teach something. I, I, I teach people a new language. Uh, I call it soul pun, not ulpan, but soul pun, mm -hmm. learning language of soul. And the language of soul is a person should never say, I am angry. They should say, I feel angry. Because if you say, I am angry, then you become your anger and the soul, you get lost in your emotions and you become trapped by your emotions. You so identify with your emotions that when that emotion passed, you, you feel almost as if your life is in danger because I am my emotions. Uh, I feel angry, but I'm not angry. I feel the anger. I, I may be even... Uh, you know, I maybe I even have to honor this anger right now. I don't I don't act it out. But, uh, you know, or never say I feel depressed, because if you feel depressed, then you become depression. And how are you going to move away from that depression? It would be better language. The soul would say, I feel depressed. And uh, I'm sure. Well, not sure. But I think many of us had the experience where maybe they a little bit lost their cool and found themselves screaming at somebody. But there's a side of you that's observing the screaming. There's something about you that's saying, hey, you better stop. You're looking really stupid. You're going to regret, regret this. And so who's that observer? You know, on one hand, you're, you're, you're in, in the middle of your anger, but there's something about you that has stepped away from your anger and is looking at it. That's a soul moment. Or perhaps a person is feeling so overwhelmed by something very sad and they begin to cry. And yet there's something about them that is witnessing themselves in tears and encouraging themselves, we'll get through this. Who's the you that is in the tears and who's the you that is observing the tears? So that's the interesting thing about the soul. You as a soul can be in your emotions without becoming of your emotions. You can watch them and, and, and get a handle on them. Hmm. Such a different way I think of understanding. And I'm trying to process everything you're sharing about that soul, because it's true. I can be aware of my emotions. I can also be aware of my meaning. I can be in my thoughts and I can think my thoughts are my thoughts, but I can actually also think about my thoughts, meaning different levels of awareness. But I think oftentimes we think about different levels of thinking like the conscious versus more the subconscious. But from what I'm under, I think I'm understanding is even our thoughts aren't our soul. That's right. The, the soul, you know, I, we've been used to saying my soul, my body. And so then who am I? But you don't really have a soul. You are a soul, just like we say myself, but you don't have a self. You are the self. And so, too, the soul is the essential you. I am a soul talking to you. And, um, and the truth is, when I talk to somebody, I'm not talking to their face. You know, and people say, well, who are you talking to when you talk to God? Well, I ask them, who do you talk to when you talk to me? You know, like, you know, people say, well, what should I picture when I talk to God? Well, what do you picture when you talk to me? Well, I picture your face. Well, that's not fair because you're not talking to my face. I'm not my face. 
You're talking to my brain. You're talking to my ears. The truth is you're talking to a soul and, uh, and, and, and you're confusing the soul with the face, with the ears. And when you get on a bus, you say driver. You know, how long does it take to get to Eglinton Avenue? You know, you're not talking to a driver. You know that this is a man. This is a soul who's in the position right now of playing a driver, but you know he's not a driver. A driver is just something he does and a title he's been given, but he's a soul. And you want to talk to that soul. Um, when we talk to God, we're talking to the soul of our souls. Uh, and, um, and so we don't have a soul. We are a soul. Mm. And, um, but we do have a body. And uh, we do have a, a character that we place. We're, we're like actors. You know, imagine an actor who's been given a role and he's very excited about that. He competed and, and auditioned hard for that role. He finally gets the role. And then he sees in scene eight that he dies. And he gets really upset. And he's like worried, like, I, I don't want to die. And he runs up to the director and producer says, I can't do this part. And they say, why not? I say, well, I don't want to die. And I say, what are you talking about? I say, well, I die in scene eight. That's ridiculous. You're not going to die. You're an actor. You're going to play dead. You're going to get up, win an Oscar and play another film. So too, you as a soul will never die. The soul never dies. The body dies. The soul doesn't die. So you then know, that brings me to a question yeah. of how do I get to know myself or someone else and knowing someone really and truly, because I think oftentimes we think, okay, there's the surface level of someone who just really connects to their body, identifies with their body looking good or identifying to someone else's on a body level. We'd say that's pretty surface. And we'd say going deeper than that is connecting to someone more on an emotional level, really having thoughts, sharing thoughts, getting for myself, connecting to my own thinking and understanding my emotional makeup. And I feel like that's me. That's how I get to know me in a deeper level. And yet from my understanding is that's still very body oriented knowing me. How do I connect to my soul then? You don't have to connect to your soul because you don't have a soul. You are a soul. <laughs> mm. You know, you you are connected right now. You're just not mindful of it. In other words, when a person, you know, like the truth is everything you say about yourself is not about yourself at all. It's about your character or your body. The self itself cannot be described just like light. Light, which enables you to see, cannot be seen. When you see a ray of light in your bedroom, it's not light that you're seeing. It's a, it's a ray of dust that's illuminated by the light. But the light itself cannot be seen. It enables you to see. So too, the Talmud says that the soul sees but is unseen. And so everything you say about the soul, it, you, you cannot describe the soul. It's the soul that's doing the describing. Uh, what would that mean then about you and me? Do we have the same soul? Well, it's kind of like each soul is kind of like a different facet, you know, metaphorically, a different facet of awareness. For instance, hearing. Uh, what does hearing sound like? Uh, it doesn't sound like anything. Well, so describe hearing. Uh, I can't describe hearing. Well, so hearing, which enables me to, dis to, to identify sounds, cannot be identified by any sound. And yet it's very real and it's very different than seeing. Now, what does seeing look like? What color is seeing? What's the texture of seeing? What's the shape of seeing? Seeing, which enables me to identify color, texture, and, 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 and shapes, 
It cannot be described by any color or any texture or any shape. And yet seeing is obviously very different than hearing. And same thing with taste. What does taste, what does taste feel like? I mean, what does taste taste like? What does feeling feel like? And so these are, let's call it this, a spectrum of awareness, which cannot be described. So the soul does the describing, but it itself cannot be described. So the soul would be best metaphorically described as a light. And just like the light enables you to see, but is unseen, you as a soul, you soul enables you to identify colors, shapes, ideas, emotions, but cannot be described by any of that. And yet your soul would, is different than my soul, just as the faculty of hearing is difficult, is different than the faculty of seeing, and yet neither one of them can be described. Hmm. But in a sense, as much as the essence of who I am as a soul, I can actually potentially go through life so disconnected from awareness of the fact that I'm assuming exactly. process everything. This is what causes tremendous pain. We get lost in our body. Mm. We start to think I am my body. You know, we get lost in our pain and we start to think I am my condition. I'm not my condition. I'm, a, I'm an actor and I'm playing you know, I'm playing this uh, person who's not well, but I am a soul and I'm an actor and, and but I am well as a soul. I'm just playing a person that's not well. And, um, you know, I have to play that. I take that role seriously. But but a lot of people are cemented into their emotions. And that's why they can't free themselves from their anger. They can't free themselves from their resentment. They can't free themselves from their depression because they have got lost in their emotions. Even we speak this way, when a person loses their temper, a person could easily say, I'm sorry, I lost myself. Exactly, you lost, you got lost in your anger. And um, so, um, yeah, that's, that's who we are. We are souls in physical bodies, emotional bodies, intellectual bodies, but we are souls. Can the soul be affected by the choices of the body, the thinking of the body, the emotions of the body, meaning oh, no, no. The, the soul is working through the brain and is thinking the soul is doing the thinking. It's just not the thought. The soul is doing the emotioning, but not the emotion is not the emotion. There's a difference between the thinker and the thought. Mm. Okay. So the soul is the thing is, 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 is doing the thinking, but doesn't have to be, and, but is not the thought. The thinking can adopt another thought, but, the, the soul, the seat of choice is you as a soul. And you have to choose what thoughts you want to entertain, what thoughts you want to let go of, what thoughts are really reflective of, 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 of yourself, you, you as a soul, and what thoughts would diminish your awareness of yourself as a soul. What actions would be true to you? What actions would not be true to you? So you as a soul are making choices. And what's the reason then that the soul is put into the body into these different roles? I mean, each, you're right, each conglomerate of the, the temperament and the emotional makeup of a person that might be different uh, is for each person, at the, but it's not really affecting the soul. So what, what's the reason the soul is put into these roles, so to speak? Well, you know, that, that would really deserve uh, a whole podcast to itself. Uh, right now, let's say that we come into this world and we forget who we are. The question is why I'm not going to go into the why I'm going to just describe what happens. We come into this world. We are souls. 
and we are put in a body and we forget that we are souls. And our role in life, our challenge in life is to awaken to who we really are. Now, why that would be a, that would need more time. But right now, the, the question is, are you choosing thoughts that are aligned with you as a soul or is going to cause you to forget even more who you really are? Because you as a soul are great. You as a soul are really what's described as a ray of God. You're not God, but you're like a ray of God. And uh, But when you come into this world, you forget who you are. You forget your greatness. And, uh, and basically, life is a story of self-discovery. Mm. It's all about self-discovery. And, you know, are these, is this lifestyle you're living awakening you to yourself and the godliness that you are? Or is it putting you to sleep? Mm. And uh, that's what our choices have to be based on. It's either to portray or to betray you as a soul? Are you being true to you? And when you are, then we could call that beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. You know, that's what it means to be beautiful, to be you full, to be mm. fully you, be fully you. And um, so there's uh, thoughts that are becoming of us as souls. You know, uh, you know, if a person wasn't a, 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 a uh, an artist, then the way they would express themselves would be through art. And there's certain activities that express the artist, the certain activities that doesn't express someone who's an artist. Same thing, you're a soul. And what expresses you as a soul is doing good and doing kindness and, and, and being loving. Uh, but if you do the opposite of that, then you are betraying you mm. and um, you're violating yourself. And so Judaism claims that when a person lives a life of mitzvot, they are being true to themselves as a soul. This is how a soul would want to behave, would want to think, would want to talk. And if I don't talk that way, then I, I, I'm, 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 I'm lost. I forgot who I am. So the knowing how to connect to the soul part of who I am and I, and really distinguishing as you were pointing Again, you out don't here. don't have to connect with the soul part of you because the soul is not a part of you. The soul is, is you. me. Right. See, I keep right. making that mistake. You, you are already connected. The question is, do you know that it's really being, I mean, like, you know, people talk about mindfulness. I would say Judaism is soulfulness. Soulfulness. That's it. So it's really a more matter of awareness, meaning it's I, I, exactly. I exist because I have a soul. That's right. I'm aware that I am awareness. Mm. You know, I'm kind of like a screen of a, a, of a computer. And imagine across the screen rolls a ball and the screen thinks, oh, I'm a ball. But then the ball rolls off the screen and, and then a dog walks onto the screen and the screen says, oh, wait, I'm a dog. But then the dog runs away and then a bird flies across the screen and says, no, no, I must be a bird. No, you're a screen, right? Hmm. Like a mirror. You know, the mirror embraces what it reflects, but it doesn't become in the image. So we don't want to become our thoughts, but there are thoughts that are more reflective and more becoming of who we are, but we shouldn't become our thoughts. You know, and 
Uh, and so much of Judea, Jewish life is practicing soulfulness, to be an observer, not, not in a cold, uh, uh, un, un, you know, callous way, but it's really about that sure awareness and, and that inclusiveness that comes with such awareness. Mm. Not getting lost in any thought or any emotion. You feel the emotion, you, you think the thought, you do the act, you don't become trapped by them. Wow. Well, this soul talk has definitely been a real revelation, I'd say, for many of us in terms of really understanding who am I really? And when I, I talk about having a soul, what does it actually mean? I think this is definitely a deep dive that we have to explore even further, but definitely tremendous amount of uh, thinking and soulfulness to process and be more aware of. I want to thank you all for joining us. Soul Talk, Rabbi David Aaron and Leora Mandel.